welcome back to Making Black Tech. Today we have an awesome guest with us, Krista David, founder of Check Alma. Hey y'all! Alright, so we are going to get started and we're looking forward to you listening to our podcast. Alright, so Krista, how are you doing today? I am well. How are you doing today? I'm really glad. I'm really grateful to be here. I'm really glad that you gave me a tour of Monday in Co. Yeah, guys, if you are ever in Atlanta, this is a free plug. If you're ever in Atlanta and you're looking for a dope co woman co-working space, this place is the bomb. It's the best. It is the best. Yes. So we're gonna get started. Um, to get before we get started, um, we want to know a little bit about you. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about yourself. So I'm Krista David. I am a professional fine artist. Um, I am a new tech founder, or how do we say this? Tech startup founder. I'm just learning the lingo, guys. Um, so bear with me. But I started this thing. Um, for artists called Trek Alma. Um, Let me double back, but a few years ago I decided to quit my day job so that I can make art um, full-time and that is what I've been doing since 2016 and along the way I've discovered that I am really into um, building things, whether that is um, companies or um, um, communities and yeah and I just I'm so infatuated with this tech startup world and I started something that hopefully will grow and we'll talk about it a little later but that's where I am right now I am making art and making artsy things like Chagama awesome sauce yes um, so we actually met at Atlanta Black Tech How'd you that make was it? a fat. Oh my god! First of all, <laughs> I am new to Atlanta. I'm from New York City. I'm a New Yorker, and I got to Atlanta uh, a year and a half ago. And New York City is a city of 8.4 million people, so oh. it is a there are a lot of people there. When I got to Atlanta, I was like, "Where are all the people? Like, there's never anybody on the street. Wow. You're hardly in a space where there's more than like 50 people." But when we went to the gathering spot, to the Black Tech in Atlanta event, I looked around and I was like, oh my God, there are hundreds of black people in this room. This wow. is amazing. Yes, girl. I felt like I hit the I jackpot that night. Yes. I was like, this is a beautiful sight to see. And it just felt nice to be in a crowded room. Like I hadn't felt that experience since being in New York City on the subway. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, it was a great event. Yes, it was. It's so funny because... I actually wrote down everyone's name so that I could Instagram stalk them afterwards. <laughs> and I was so inspired. Like I was like, wow, look at all this melanin drip on I it. know. Melanin drip. Yes. yes. I love it. Yeah, it was so cool. So, um, like you shared about Check Alma, what inspired you to create it? Okay, so first of all, let me just tell you what Check Alma is. Yes, please. Um, and what, what I what the vision is and how it's sort of changing. Yes. Um, so Check Alma, in short, is an online marketplace for artists and makers 
to buy, sell, and trade all the art things. So the idea was sort of, it kind of developed out of my own need, which is I have a studio, I have lots of art supplies, um, as any you know, artist or creative person, you try different things, you buy things, you may use them once or twice, and then now you have all this stuff yeah. that you don't necessarily need, but it was fun to kind of play with, mm-hmm. but you know somebody else could potentially use it. So I was like, oh, I wish I could just post this online somewhere and um, have people you know, give it to somebody in my community or whatever who may need it. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, Kristen, you can post it on Craigslist or you can post it on eBay. I'm also a very visual person and I hate both of those interfaces, right? Craigslist can be a little shaky. Um, (laughs) Like you got to kind of forage through things. Um, And I just wanted a space that was already set up for specifically for artists and makers. So you didn't have to like, you know, search through the mess or search through other things you can you can go to a place that is trusted that is set up for artists and makers and find what you need in your community so that's why i started check Mm -hmm. and we launched on august 2nd and we are up to i checked last night 54 members which i'm really excited about i'm trying to get to 100 um active member users um it's free to join um, trying to get to 100 active um, members by mid-September. Okay. And the idea is twofold. Like, we have this marketplace side where you can post things and sell things and trade things. But then there's the community side where we're curating content that's specifically for, that's specifically for artists and makers who are mostly self-taught. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I've learned in my practice over the years is that Um, The internet is a wonderful place. There's lots of resources on YouTube to help you develop your artistic practice, whether that's painting, drawing, um, writing music, writing in general, etc., whatever art you do. But there's a lot of stuff you need to kind of like go through. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to curate content that has been supportive for me um, um, developing or deepening my art practice and I want to put that online in a way that can be helpful to other self-taught artists Mm -hmm. so they can continue with their professional development Um, so there's two parts to check on there's the the educational side platform and then there's the marketplace side and right now I'm just learning and listening to the users and seeing what works and what doesn't Mm -hmm. and we have lots of new things planned based on the feedback that I've been getting so far so yeah I'm just doing it for the love and making up as I go along my stomach is growling (laughs) I need to eat starving for check for check Check um, for art snacks anyway um, I didn't eat breakfast I'm really terrible at that but I did have coffee that's what I do Um, so that's what Check Alma is and that's what I'm trying to build and my goal is to um, have it be in cities all over the world Mm -hmm. like to have people in their cities taking ownership over the art community and like helping and supporting each other by making sure we have all of the tools and resources that we need in order to do our best work because where would we be if we didn't have a world where artists could tell the truth do their work and hopefully um, 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 
provoke conversation about how we can be better humans mm-hmm. and better to each other. That's amazing. Wow, I just felt oh like good inside by hearing you speak about this. Two things. Um, hopefully when you come visit us, you could visit the Triangle Arts in Macon. I will be there. Yeah, so there's a guy, he um, he has some, right now it's, I don't want to mess it up. So basically it's when you go to this lot, there's a lot of buildings painted with graffiti art mm-hmm. all over, and they're building things. Um, hopefully um, building things so that artists can come and just be themselves mm-hmm. so um, when you said that building a community I thought about who what if we all can meet at Triangle Arts mm-hmm. and do that I can't um, wait to visit yes um, second thing I wanted to ask you so how does one go about is it in beta testing right now yes so how does one go about joining <laughs> yeah so we are in beta <laughs> and that just basically means that um, we're testing some things out mm-hmm. and and I am pretty much hacking another platform so ideally I do want to build my own platform my own sort of directory where people and website where people can sort of access materials in their neighborhoods or whatever and as, as well as sort of engage online with other artists but in the meantime, I'm using a platform called Mighty Networks mm-hmm. and basically hacking that platform and setting it up in a way that can allow for um, users to engage with each other as well as sell, buy, and tra- buy sell, and trade um, art supplies. So beta just means that we are trying out the idea, mm-hmm. seeing if it resonates with artists, seeing what works best, mm-hmm. um, and then... Yeah, and it's free. So That's beta cool. also means free for me. And I think ultimately we will get to a space where we um, refine what the business model is. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely leaning on the side of um, or following the examples of um, companies like Craigslist and, and Let Go, mm-hmm. which um, they tend to make their money in a couple different ways, either featuring people's um, things that people are buy, selling, and trading. You pay, mm-hmm. you know, a little extra to have it featured so that you can get rid of it faster, mm-hmm. or or and or advertising from other companies that may want to um, advertise to artists, whatever thing that might be re- most relevant. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking through that. I also like the Etsy model, mm-hmm. which is um, that feels good to me because then the advertising piece can kind of. I don't have to worry about that too much where you just pay a small fee, like 20 cents to list an item, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think right now I'm just in the space of like, I need to make sure that this idea works and that people are, that it's helping. Yeah. Right? I think that's the thing about being in, in any kind of startup culture. You have to find product market fit. Mm-hmm. And if you can't find that, you need to move on to something yeah. else. Um, that's so true. So let's say for me, if I have items that I'm still unboxing, right, mm-hmm. that I would want, I wonder if an artist would need that. Yes. You know? You don't have to be an artist to be on the platform. So okay. It can be regular people, and you'll be surprised what we need in mm-hmm. order to do our work. It's not just, oh, paint and paintbrushes. You may have, I don't know, you may have a flat file because mm-hmm. you're an architect and mm-hmm. you're closing your wow. firm and you want to post that up you may have 
fabric mm-hmm. because you used to sew and you're like who might can you? it's not just another person who sews who might yeah. use that i'm a collage artist yeah i could probably use that so all you need to do is literally download the mighty networks app mm-hmm. sign up for check alma mm-hmm. um and then you can take your phone take a picture of the item and then post it in either all cities so that we all can see it or you can post it in your your specific city so does that mean will i contact if someone's interested do i mail it to them or do they we meet up so the way it works you can do however you want okay Um, i have guidelines about um um selling and buying and trade but you have that conversation in the direct message feature okay in, in the app okay and you can say okay i can mail this to you and you can add on the shipping costs uh-huh. and you know do it through paypal venmo cash up however you want to have gotcha. do it or if it's local you can say i will meet you x y and z so i have some stuff up there now and i just tell people that they can meet me in atlanta in mm-hmm. old fourth ward which is where we are now, mm-hmm. which is, I would just meet them at the co-working space cool. and give them the, um, get them the items or whatever. Cool. Like so that. you, whatever you feel comfortable with, I think it's the same thing, right? You, you just want to be safe. Yeah. You want to be, um, mindful that, um, this is between two adults. So I mm-hmm. just give guidelines. And then I also encourage people like, if anything is happening that makes you feel uncomfortable, let me know. And then yeah. you can create even more guidelines, that That's kind of thing. Cool. But, you know, it's it's basically a Craigslist for artists. Cool. <laughs> I, that made me... <laughs> I'm sorry. You're... Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the... Co- have you been able to find anything cool in there since it started? Well... So that's the part that's been challenging. Okay. And just to be honest, and that's the part that I need to figure out now, is how do you get users to do what you need them to do? Mm-hmm. And I just, um, I just, I, I'm participating in this free um, um, startup school that Y Combinator does online, mm-hmm. I guess this time of year, every year. And it's like a 10-week program. And one of the things I'm learning in this um, online startup school is that you have to do, you have to get user insights, mm-hmm. right? So I had this, this hypothesis, if I build this platform, organize it in such a way, people will take the action that I want them to take, which is posting items mm-hmm. from their studio for somebody else to use or posting items from their home mm-hmm. that you know, another artist or maker could use. So that's my hypothesis. But what I'm learning from my user insights, so I've talked to a bunch of users that are using the platform now, is that one, people, I just didn't put the right onboarding experience in. So down to like little things, like people didn't realize that they needed to download the app. So Mm -hmm. I need to be very explicit, like, hey, download the app. I need to be very explicit about, hey, here's how you post something. Mm -hmm. Here's where you post it. and that's just some and then also another user insight that I learned was I'm adding content to the site, but I never would touch I, I never would select the button to notify users because I felt like I was bothering them. I felt like that's like too like people don't wanna they don't need to know that you added a new video to the site. But when I talk to users, they're like I love getting the notifications because it reminds me to go to check Alma. And I was like, on the one end, I'm thinking I'm being annoying. But on the other end, I'm hearing that users need reminders that this platform is new, that they've signed up, that there's something of value here. So now I totally get why 
in startup school, they're they're constantly asking us to prioritize user mm-hmm. insight to get user insights. So again, I'm learning about yeah. how to build this thing, and users in, insight is not just feedback, but you do want to pay attention to just how people are currently using it. Mm-hmm. You want to listen to mm-hmm. like how they're currently using it, and um, so that's been um, really insightful to do. And based on the user insights, I am making changes. Wow. I, um, I appreciate your feedback. Yeah. No. Um, I was going to say, because it makes me think, at the end of the day, it goes back to the consumer. Yes. You, know? you have to... And and I guess another thing that I'm learning in this entrepreneurial journey of mine, and I learned this really early on, you can't be wedded to your ideas so much. Like, it's nice to have a vision of, mm-hmm. like, what you want to put out in the world. Um but several things need to be happening to 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 ensure that that vision happens. Like yeah. there needs to be a need for it. The timing needs to be right. Yeah. I mean, just so many things that are out of your control. So it's really important not to be so wedded to your idea. Yeah. I think it's okay to be wedded to the fact that you like. I'm wedded to the fact that I want to help artists and I want to be a support and resource to fellow artists and makers yeah. like that's what I'm wedded to I'm wedded to that kind of vision mm-hmm. how I go about doing it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. check omelet is just one idea that I'm experimenting with right now mm-hmm. and if the timing is right and if it if it if I after I put in enough effort you know 12 months or whatever and we see where we are I may keep going I may pivot right yeah so and that's and when you're when you're trying to like be a part of the startup life or just any kind of entrepreneurial life, you can't be so wedded to the specific idea. It's better to be wedded to um, the vision or like, you know, just sort of your intention about the people you want to serve. But how you go about doing that, that's a lot of that's dictated by what people need. Yeah. That's so good. I've just learned to let go. Like I don't say things like, oh my God, check on this, my baby. It's not. It's my startup. Yes. <laughs> Like, wow. And I'm just working on it. Like, that's what I'm doing. It's not my baby. I'm not going to be all bent out of shape if the baby is not adopted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, I, love, I don't know. I love like, how you, you know, put that. It's I'm like, not going to be bent out if the I'm baby's like, not just, adopted. You know, I'll just go on to the next way yeah. that I want to help uh, artists. And I have a lots of ideas. So yeah. It is what it is. But I'm going to give it time. And I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where we are in 12 months. That's what's up. Um... Wow, I feel like, oh, this is a good question. Um, a good segue as well. What's your perspective on failure? Oh, so I don't, it's not about, you just learn something, mm-hmm. right? It's not about, um, so I mean, and I think I've gotten, I've, I have a better perspective on it now that I work for myself. So yeah. the past three years, I've tried so many things yeah. that, have not worked out and I'm like oh man that didn't work out but I just learned something I always try to learn something and no matter what I'm doing I learn how to do it better the next time Mm -hmm. um like I've been trying to start little companies for years now yeah and but now I'm just learning the language of like what it means to build a company I'm learning like what you need to put in place I'm just so I don't think about failure as like one, I don't internalize it. Yeah. It has really nothing to do with me. I it's think not personal. I feel like I am successful no matter what is happening yeah. in my bank account or with my businesses. Because success to me simply means 
that I have decided what I'm going to do. I've decided how I'm going to live my life, and I'm doing that. Wow. So I wake up every morning. I have. I am wealthy. I have time freedom. I have something that lots of people don't have. Yes. Because I made the decision to quit my job and to work for myself. Yes. So I am successful. Yes. Whether or not I'm pulling in you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or not, like yes. I feel successful. I feel incredibly yes. grateful for being able to have the kind of time and freedom yes. that I do have, yes. right? So I think it's very important for you to have your own definition of what success looks like. Mm-hmm. Sure, do I have financial goals? Yes, but they're not tied to how I see myself in the world. Yes. Same way failure does not dictate how I see myself in the world. Just because something doesn't work doesn't mean I'm a failure. Yes. That didn't work at that time for a variety of reasons. Yeah, I agree. Um, But I just try to learn from it. All right, guys, welcome back. Um, Thank you for your perspective on failure because I think for me, I always ask that question because growing up, there was so much pressure with the word failure, right? And then... I think I told I talked to you about the whole innovation center. Mm-hmm. Um, they would always say "fell fast, fell cheap, fell fast, fell cheap," and I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. failure is not a bad thing." Mm-hmm. Funny enough, though, before I when I just moved to Macon, I decided I was going to do a blog, blogs. So I created Life in Macon, but I also created this blog called Embracing Failures, mm-hmm. and um, and I didn't realize that although I I created that blog. I didn't. I barely used it, but I was. It was started the inward conversation on of me feeling comfortable with the word failure. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I was carrying so much. But do you feel like that's because I do feel like for culturally mm-hmm. it can have different connotations. Like it's a different kind of weight when you're talking about, um, say, you know. I mean, America has its own sort of language and connotations around success and failure mm-hmm. but um I do feel like culturally especially some of my friends who are like Nigerian and Ghanaian it's a mm-hmm. different kind of yeah, I, pressure that yeah. is placed on um Im- immigrants yeah to succeed like you yeah. have to succeed you yes. go to school you do exceptionally well yes you become a lawyer doctor accountant whatever yes and that's Success. Yes. If you don't do those things, then that's failure. Yes. So I know that some of my friends, they just have a different kind of pressure. Yeah. Not to say that black Americans don't, but I feel like uh, um, um, black folk from the diaspora, it's just yeah. a different kind of pressure when you come to, I don't know if it's cultural or anything. It is cultural. Man, I feel like you just read through me. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly right. what it is, actually. Yeah, and for a while, I had to learn how to get comfortable with failure mm-hmm. and not see it as a bad thing. Just see it as a way to learn how, like, seeing it, seeing things from a different perspective, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's what's really helped me um, in growing, mm-hmm. you know, because I was scared of failing, of failure. Like, Were you scared or do you feel like there were going to be repercussions from your parents? Both. Family, wow. Stuff like that. You right. No, that's good. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's good. Like not just my parents. I think also, like family. Mm-hmm. Like not just like my disappointing my mom or anything. But like you know how sometimes you go to a party, family party. They're like, look at so and so. Da 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 da. Well, what about me? Like, mm-hmm. don't I have accomplishments in life? Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah. 
But in the tech space, in the innovation space, the fact that we embrace failure so much, it doesn't feel as burdensome. And I felt like um, even hearing different um, entrepreneurs learn about failure Mm -hmm. and hearing their perspective. Like, I feel like I always ask the same question. My friend Stephanie, like, there are two questions I ask. Failure and balance. Um, so every time I believe in balance. Yes, there you go. So every time she would see me talk to someone, she's like, is she asking that balance question again? Because, <laughs> like, yeah. Because I just want to hear from different perspective. I, I, I know, like, there's no such thing as balance, mm-hmm. you know. But Harmony you, is the better. It's the word ooh, I love. Because, why do you choose that word? Well, because balance, when you think of the word in the strictest terms, mm-hmm. I tend to envision, like, a scale, a yeah. balance, right? So you want to hit, in that sort of context, equilibrium is the goal so like making sure one is not higher than the other so you want to keep the balance I don't that's not how life is yes (laughs) Yes. one we have many things happening and I think the key is to have harmony so there will be times when I am so focused on my businesses yes there are times when I'm so focused on my family there's sometimes I'm so focused on my wellness the key is to have you don't. The key is to have harmony with all the things in your wow. life. And as long as you're communicating with the people that you care about, what season you're in, yes. and what needs to happen in this amount of time, yes, um, and you're not so one-sided, uh-huh. I think you're fine. Wow, that is so. Powerful. Harmony is what I, I aim need to start for. using that. And then harmony also is a good metric because. It, to me, it's more about feeling. Mm-hmm. So I tend to always check in with how am I feeling. So if I'm feeling any discomfort or disease, disease or pain or like sad, that's when I'm like something's not in yeah. harmony. Like I need to figure. I need to. That means I need to do more of something else, whether wow. that is focusing on my mental health or wellness or you know going into my studio to make art, whatever, just wow. so I can reestablish. The harmony. Wow, I really appreciate this conversation. I feel like I, this episode is for me because <laughs> you know what? Like, I I don't know if it's a black woman thing, if it's a Christelle thing. I'm learning. Like the recent therapy session <laughs> I had, like I t- like I know like my brain is very robotic, but it wasn't until we were talking, I was like, wait, something's not healthy here. I am so used to, like, even I, like, did all my work, and then I was like, on Monday, I'm going to chill. I didn't, but it felt great, though. So what I did was I cleaned up my house. Mm -hmm. You know, it felt great. But, like, I like how you said those things because it shows, like, you being in tune with yourself. And I think that's one thing I'm learning for me, like, I don't know how to do that. I'm actually learning it, like learning a new thing, a new language. It's weird. But that's good, though. The point is is that you're learning it. It doesn't matter whether you're, you've learned it before or you learn it now. But yeah. you're like, the only work that we really have to do in this world is our own work. Wow. That is it. Like, that is why you're here. Feelings. I'm like, that's the only reason why you're here. All <laughs> yeah. this other stuff, like building businesses doing these projects building community that's extra that's like icing on the cake but your only job is to take care of yourself wow that is it so knowing when you're in pain knowing when and not just in pain like you want to be able to identify all the feelings like yeah i'm experiencing joy right now i'm experiencing anguish right now i'm experiencing you know fear right now like 
just check in and you don't have to do anything about them but just knowing what those feelings feel like yes can start to help you be like oh I'm, I'm experiencing joy right now what exactly am I doing or thinking about because that's information for me to replicate later wow. if I want to have more joy in my life I need to do more things that bring me joy yes if I'm feeling uncomfortable right now well what am I doing right now that's making me feel uncomfortable because I want to do less of that yeah because I don't feel uncomfortable yeah. I deserve a life where I feel good all the time yes like, you can feel good all the time and it's, it's not choice. bad it's, it's not. not bad I agree. and you're completely worthy so once we get to, and I didn't start doing this until I quit my job because again I think Ooh, yes. a lot of times when you work and I was a workaholic mm-hmm. it's a good distraction from you that's that's <laughs> like key. you don't have to worry like I was working so much that I wasn't looking after my finances. I wasn't looking after my home. My relationships were not solid. Yeah. When I quit my job, I started cleaning my house. Wow. And I said, oh my God, how was I living? Like, I'm not dirty, but you know, you just stacks of papers pile up. I was going through mail I hadn't opened. I was finding checks that were two and three years old that I had to send to the state to like have them reissue. Like I was so not in tune with anything going on in my life because my work was my distraction. Yes. When I let that go and I start to say, okay, now it's just me. I need to look after me. Yes. So now I have time and space to make sure that I'm okay. And like every day is different. Like some days I am completely over the top with joy. And then I have days like yesterday where I'm like, something's not right. Yeah. But that's okay. I just, I take, I acknowledge it and then I say, okay, what can make me feel a little bit better? What else can I do to make me feel a little bit better wow. today? But a lot of times it's, it, we pack our schedule so much because we want to avoid how we're wow. feeling. Wow. That's And like, real... you don't need to quit your job to take care of yourself. Yeah, that's true. You just true. need to be mindful yeah. that, you just need to be mindful of what you're feeling in the moment. Just ask wow. yourself, what am I feeling right now? Wow. Like, Am I stressed? Yeah. Am I tired? Am I hungry? Am yeah. I? And then go, 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 handle it. Yeah, that's so. It's so funny because sometimes, like, we think that we have to do something grandiose, but what nope. you just shared, asking yourself, "What am I feeling right now?" is just the start to that's something. That's it. New. It's a yeah. tiny thing. Yeah. Like you don't have to do anything big. Yeah. But I do think the care and keeping of you is a lifelong endeavor. It is the most important startup yes. project anything you're ever gonna work on. Yes. Oh my and goodness. It's own it's your sole responsibility. No one else can like literally no one else can do it. Wow. Who I feel like if nobody listens I mean to this, like this is for me. I it's mean, for me too. Like I'm sitting here like, yes, this is right. This yes. Is yeah. yeah. I, I, and that's you know what I appreciate about this? The fact that we can have this conversation and like I like for a long time I was like God I or whatever like please I need community like I need black women community like I need to feel like I am not alone you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but to hear you speak from your experience from what you've been through and say this so like so easily I'm like wow you're right Krista like all I gotta do is ask myself how am I feeling right now? That's it. And that's the beginning of that's something. That's the beginning. New. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's, that. I tell people all the time, get you some morning rituals. Uh-huh. Yes. That's a start. Even when you're working and you got family to take care of, babies to take care of, partners to take care of, parents, whatever. 
But just get your little morning routine. It can be 10 minutes where you jot down your gratitude, mm-hmm. spend a little minute sitting still, mm-hmm. quieting your mind, breathing, mm-hmm. praying, whatever. And then start there. Yeah. And that will, a gratitude list by itself will change your life. That's so true. And that I, takes all of two minutes to write down three things you're grateful that's for. That's so true. It's so funny you say that. In in times when I'm stressed, I tell myself, look for things that I'm grateful for. Yep. Um, so, I... Wow, this has been great. I know, it's turning into a self-help I podcast, not a, tech, not a tech podcast. Yeah, but so, that's okay. You're yeah. welcome. We're all here for each other. That's part of it, right? I think, that, who was I talking to? Oh, we were talking to our friend on Sunday, and we were talking about in entrepreneurship, um, the necessity of like having mental health, oh, girl, health, yes. health, because it's lonely. That's sometimes. the only way. Yes. Well, one is is it's the only way for two reasons. One, it is people. So, the reason why we have the things that we have in the world is one that some really scared people decided to just do it scared. Yes. Right. Because most people are just afraid to start because why? They, they feel like nobody's going to like my thing. Nobody's going to use my thing. And then they feel that way because they're, they're, they're wired to internalize, well, if nobody uses my thing, that means I'm not worth anything and wow. nobody wants me. You're like, girl, that is not what this is about. <laughs> That's separate those two things. Yeah. You are valuable and worthy and enough by yourself, even wow. if you make nothing. Yes. Except just breathe for the rest of your life. You are great. Yes, I You agree. are awesome. Wow. Now, if you decide you want to build something in the world that is not there or improve upon something in the world that is there, you're going to have some feelings about it. And that's okay. Yeah. But you still get to try and mm-hmm. you, still, you still get to do it afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, most people are out here afraid. And yes. I am convinced. I've been in enough spaces with these people who are starting up these ideas these people don't know what the heck they doing that's true. they are making it up as they go along yep. and yep. that is okay yes. i have no idea what i'm doing with chuck alma yeah. i even told somebody that on the internet posted it and said i have no idea what i'm doing uh-huh it's built on love yes so it's gonna be fine yes like it's gonna i'm gonna learn something it's gonna help somebody else even if it's just for a short period of time that's true but like People are making it up. Yeah, as they go. That's and as, so true. And if, once you're clear on that, that nobody really knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. you are invited to play with us because we have no idea what we're doing. Hey, play. all are welcome. All are welcome. That's so true. It's so funny. One of the inspirations that I had, too, was like um, listening to um, my leak when she said that she posted about Curlbox, but she had no products. You said- <laughs> Exactly. I was like, wow. Do it. And I hear that so many times. Because it's true. So many times. Even like the ones you're like, oh my God, he started Kickstarter. Oh my God, he started this. She started that. She's. They didn't know what they was doing. You know what you need to do. You need to listen to, um, what's that podcast? How I Built This. Oh, I listened to that That before. is such a good podcast yeah. because you get the real deal of like, when they started Angie's List, they were literally answering phones from like a landline. That is a like a, a I don't know a multi hundred million dollar company wow. now, or like when they started Kickstarter, it took three years to start kick to get it together to yeah. actually kick, and like now, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? To kick, so yeah. you think that the internet will lie to you yeah. and tell you that all this stuff is happening so quickly, but 
when people are starting these businesses, they are doing basic things like literally knocking on doors. Yes. Talking to one person at a time. Yes. And then, then that may end up leading to a $100 million company or a unicorn or whatever. Yes. But they are doing like tiny little things. Yeah. Like, so you know what I'm about to do this week? Make me some check armor flyers. That's right. And I'm going to be going around Atlanta dropping off my flyers. This is me. That's it. (laughs) Yes. And I'm doing these things, they say, that don't scale so Uh that I can scale. Yeah, I agree. So, like, just listen. It's all word of mouth. Yes. Because if your thing is good, people will latch on. If it's not not good or not appropriate or not solving their problem, they won't. Yeah. And then you just move on to the next thing. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Wow. Man, my And I get so excited about it. I'm like, I'm excited too. Because I want people to stop sitting on their ideas yeah you have some good ideas that's and so then you're going to be heartbroken when you see the next person do it that's so true and like here's what i've learned about that because that has happened to me mm-hmm. these ideas me that too. are coming uh-huh they like i and i, I believe in god mm-hmm. so i just you can call them whatever you want um these are ideas that need to be in the world but it's about whoever's available to pick up the idea and run with yes. it. So please don't take it personally. Yes. Like it's just something that needs to happen. Yeah. And whoever's available at that time will receive the idea and either do something about it or not. Mm-hmm. But that idea will go on to the next person. Yes. Don't take it personally. Yes. So either you're gonna show up and do what you need to do or not. Mm-hmm. Like when I got the idea for Check Arm, I was in Bali mm-hmm. last October. Mm-hmm. At an artist retreat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I think I want to do this. Sat on it. I was like, it kept coming back. And I got... and then I started seeing all these signs around town, town like, I'm of this, I'm of that. And I was like, oh, my God, God, don't take this from me. I'm getting myself together. I'm, I'm going to do it. But I was afraid. Wow. So I kept prolonging. And then finally, it got to a point where I was in New York this past June going to see a client on another project. My my lift drove past a bank that said Alma Bank, and I was just like, I can't take this anymore. I feel nervous that this thing is gonna pass through me and go on to the next person. Wow! If I don't work, so I was like, I don't. I just had to like stop what I was doing and start working because it was wow. like I wanna I wanna participate in this this whole whole co creation thing. Yes. Like there are things that need to be created. I wanna be yes. a part of that. But again, don't take it personally if you decide that you want to stay, you know, asleep that day or not do something that day and then the idea goes to someone else. That's so true. That's just, I just feel like ideas are out there yes. in the wor- in the spirit world and you can latch on to whatever you want yeah, that's so if true. you're available. That's so true. I Actually, funny you say that because I was, listen- I was listening to a TED Talk recently and he said that his stepmom always told him that at least one opportunity is made available to one person in their lifetime. What you do with it is up to you. It's up to you, always. Yeah, that's so true. So don't sleep on your ideas, Don't folks. sleep. Just do one tiny thing, and then the rest will start to unfold. And I still don't know what I'm doing. But, like, today you gave me some information and some leads. I'm going to go follow that lead. And then that's just what happens. You tell people about your idea, next thing you know, people are like, yeah, how can I help you? Yeah. And this so true because, um, man, this conversation was amazing. It's so true because sometimes I feel like people are afraid that someone is gonna steal their idea. Oh, no, but you just gotta run with it. And that's a that's a limiting belief. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you why I know people are not gonna steal your idea because people are afraid and and generally lazy. <laughs> 
This is I'm just snacking. saying, I'm, and I count myself in that those yeah, categories too. too me right? too. Me too. So like nobody's gonna steal your ideas. Yeah. Nobody's gonna steal your idea. Yeah. Like that's just too much work. They don't even want to think about it. Yes. What I encourage people to do is tell everybody your idea because it's gonna do two things. One is gonna give you momentum. You're gonna start feeling excited about your own mm-hmm. dang idea, just mm-hmm. hearing it, which means you're gonna get to work. Yes. Right. Two, the more people you tell, you never know how people can like link you to resources that you need. It's mm-hmm. happened to me so many me times. Too. Like, I'm not a technical founder with Check Alma. I'm the other non-technical founder. I, I don't know if I'm gonna bring on a co-founder, but. I've told enough people about my idea where people are like, oh, my husband does text. You know, he's a programmer. You should talk to him. He Mm -hmm. can definitely link you with somebody who, or this person does that. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm glad I told you about my idea. Yeah. Like, don't get into that. Somebody's going to steal it. Yeah. No one can do the thing like you can do it. And like, we have how many different brands of sneakers out there? Because Nike is not the only one making sneakers, right? right. Exactly. So Nike, there's enough people in the world that can also buy Nikes Mm -hmm. and also buy Adidas and also buy Pumas and also buy, I don't know, Roxy's or whatever that new shoe is. So don't be afraid to tell me. Tell everybody. It's going to make you feel good because you're going to be like, wait, oh, I got a startup. Oh, I'm doing this thing. Oh, yeah, let me add that to my bio on Instagram. That's right. Whatever. Yeah. Just do it. Wow. Thank you so much, Dee. This was great. I feel like I just ate a meal. I feel like I really enjoy a good conversation. Like, I would enjoy a glass of wine or a good... I know. This was great. I had a great time. I'm happy. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. I'm excited about all the things that you're doing and making. Yay. I'm excited, too. Do you have any closing thoughts? Um, Just check on the dot com for all the art things. So, check it out and let me know what you think. Okay. So, um, where do people go? Facebook? Instagram? So... (laughs) Pick your social media <laughs> I am only on Instagram, folks. I only have little space for social media. Um, so you can find us at check.alma mm-hmm. on Instagram. And then you can find us online at checkalma.com. And it's for all the art things. It's for all people, lovers of art, makers of art, yeah. people who have random things in their garages that they need to post so that other people can use them. Yes. Um, so that's where you can find me. And then I'm Krista David. Um, and I'm on Instagram as well at kristadavid.art. And yeah. Awesome sauce. Well, thank you, Krista. <laughs> thank you. All right, everyone. Have a good one. Bye.